0: tocando ya el balón Zidane entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos toca por dentro aparece Ronaldo el primer disparo de Ronaldo 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 I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on October 5th, 2022, from New York City. Real Madrid took on Shakhtar Donetsk at the Bernabeu today in a Champions League group stage battle, and the Whites were victorious by a 2-1 margin that was hardly reflective of their superiority to the opposition. A one-sided first 30 minutes of the match saw Real net two goals thanks to Rodrigo and Vinicius Jr., but a lapse in concentration by the home side allowed Shakhtar to take advantage on the counter to pull a goal back on Zubkov's superb volley in the 39th minute. Real would go on to resume dominating possession thereafter, but they were just unable to finish one of their many good chances to kill the game, which in turn allowed Shakhtar to threaten meaningful danger on their occasional opportunities on the break. But the visitors weren't able to make Real pay for leaving them with life, and Real wound up as entirely deserving winners to solidify their position at the top of the group with 9 points after 3 matches played. Ancelotti's starting 11 for the match against Shakhtar today consisted of Mendy, Alaba, Militao, and Carvajal at the back, Valverde, Chouameni, and Cruz in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius Jr., and Rodrigo up front, forming the customary 4-3-3, with Andre Lunin at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's match is that this was largely a dominating Real Madrid performance that should have ended with a score far wider than the final 2-1 margin. There was really only one team on the pitch for the majority of the first half, as most of the game took place in Shakhtar's end of the pitch with Real dominating possession and consistently threatening the opposition goal. Shakhtar had a lot of difficulty right from the start in getting the ball beyond the halfway line as Real's press forced several turnovers at the back, and as such it felt like the breakthrough was inevitable as Real didn't appear to have difficulty playing through Shakhtar's 4-4-2 setup. That breakthrough eventually came on Rodrigo's 13th minute goal. Things had gotten so comfortable for Real in the first 30 minutes of the match that Real took liberties to play one-touch back-heel passes with good effect and had the likes of Rodrigo and Vinicius showcase their clever dribbling abilities to move between multiple defenders in the final third. Real's combination play truly highlighted the difference in quality between the two sides as it was consistently promising and generated some good chances in the final third. And another goal finally came in the 28th minute on a brilliant attack that involved passes from multiple players before Vinny capped it off with his strike from the top right of the box. Real, perhaps on account of their obvious superiority, noticeably switched off as the half wound down, and that unnecessarily allowed Shakhtar to get back into the game on a half-speed attack in transition that produced Zubkov's 39th minute goal, which ironically came just after Real narrowly missed scoring a third on their own counter, but it still felt as though Real were in firm control of the contest after the first 45 minutes. The Whites went on to generate a ton of more chances in the second half, on their way to 36 total shots with 14 of them on goal, but the Whites were just unable to put the game away and as such left the door open for Shakhtar to occasionally present a threat of an equalizer on the break, up until the final whistle confirmed Real's victory. My second key takeaway from today's match is that with Vinny continuing to show his growth as one of the best wingers in European club football, and Rodrigo looking to be making a leap of sorts this season with his own end product, Real's dependency on Benzema to apply the finishing touch up front might become a thing of the past sooner rather than later. It wasn't just about the goals that they actually scored in the first half, they both had moments when they could have each scored a second, and at times they each looked like the most dangerous player in the front three. Even though Benzema had his own opportunities in the box, his dropping deeper into more of a playmaking role did not diffuse the threat that Real was presenting in the final third on account of the play of the Brazilian wingers, and that's not something that could have been said at any point last season, as so much of Vinny's productivity hinged on being able to play off of the attention that Benzema generated inside of the box. If this is the level that Vinny and Rodrigo are going to be at going forward, then any drop-off in Benzema's own goal-scoring productivity like we've seen recently or the lack of a viable striker option behind Benzema altogether won't be a major problem that Real will be completely unable to overcome. My third key takeaway from Real Madrid's 2-1 defeat of Shakhtar today is that the win puts Real in a good position to manage the fixture list well in the lead-up to the Clasico a week from this upcoming Sunday. With Real now firmly in control of the group with nine points and a five-point advantage after three matches, they've just about got one foot in the Champions League round of 16. That's not to say that they can take their position for granted, but it does mean that the match against Shakhtar next week can be managed a bit differently given the room for error, and Ancelotti might not have to face some difficult choices with the upcoming match against Hattafe between now and then. I imagine that Ancelotti and his squad view the Hitafe match on Saturday with some added importance given the dropped points against Osasuna this past Sunday and the whites position in the league table that has them level with Barca at 19 points. And so with Real certainly not wanting to cede any more ground to the Blagrana ahead of the always massive Classico at the Bernabeu, Ancelotti will have the option of fielding his strongest side this upcoming weekend and then perhaps resting some of his key players in the midweek clash against Shakhtar with a view towards once again fielding his strongest 11 against Barca in 11 days time. And then Ronaldo! What oh! a goal! By Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 2-1 victory over Shakhtar today, starting up front. Karim Benzema rated as a 7. In the first half, he played a back pass above the box for Valverde to make a run towards the top of the box for a shot that was blocked in the 21st minute. In the 25th minute, he saw his own shot from the top of the box saved after a brilliant Madrid attack. In the 28th minute, he was a part of the buildup on the counter that resulted in Vinny's goal. In the 32nd minute, his volley from the left side of the box went wide right of the goal and he forced the save with shots from inside of the box in the 35th and 44th minutes. In the second half, he played another backhill pass to Valverde in the 52nd minute to set him up for a shot from above the box that was saved. In the 54th minute, he had a shot from the right side of the box blocked. He set up Rodrigo for a shot in the 64th minute, and then did the same for Vinny a minute later, and he had shots in the 84th, 88th, and 89th minutes, but couldn't find the back of the net to kill the game. Vinicius Jr. rated as an 8. In the first half, he did well to dribble in between two defenders to get into the left side of the box for a shot that was blocked in the 20th minute. And then in the 28th minute, he capped a great Madrid break by finding the back of the net with his shot from the top of the box. In the 31st minute, he nearly had a second goal when he shot from inside of the box, but the ball was cleared off of the line by Bondar. In the 34th minute, he forced a save with another shot from the penalty area, In the 38th minute, he had a shot from the left side of the box that went wide of the far post, and in the 44th minute, his shot from the top of the box went well high to the right. In the second half, he missed wide to the right with his header in the 48th minute, his shot from the center of the box went high in the 65th minute, and in the 82nd minute, his chip shot from the center of the box was saved easily. Rodrigo rated as an 8 for his official man of the match performance. In the first half, he opened up the scoring when a shot from above the box in the 13th minute beat the keeper Trubin's touch to find the back of the net inside of the right post. And then in the 28th minute, he made the final pass during the buildup on the break that led to Vinny's goal. In the 38th minute, he then set up Vinny for a shot at the end of another break, but his Brazilian counterpart couldn't find the target on that occasion. In the second half, his header from the center of the box went well wide right of the goal in the 55th minute, and in the 64th minute, he made a run from the midfield area, played a give-and-go with Benzema, and ended up getting it into the left side of the box to force a save by the near post. He was replaced by Marco Asensio in the 80th minute. In the midfield, Fede Valverde rated as a 7. In the first half, his shot from the top right corner of the box after a rebound from a blocked Rodrigo shot was saved in the 10th minute. In the 21st minute, he had his shot from above the box blocked, and in the 28th minute, he was a part of the combination play on the break that produced Vinny's goal. In the 30th minute, he had a shot from above the right side of the box saved by the near post. His cross from the right wing in the 32nd minute found Benzema in the left side of the box for a volley that went wide right of the goal, and in the 38th minute, he made a trademark run with the ball into space down the right wing during the break that led to Vinny's near miss from the left side of the box. In the second half, his shot from above the box after a given goal with Benzema was saved in the 52nd minute but earned Madrid a corner. In the 75th minute, his shot from distance after a short free kick went well high of the goal. In the 85th minute, he shot high again from distance. In the 86th minute, he made a good run from the defensive half into space for a break that led to an Asensio shot from the right side of the box that missed. And in the 89th minute, he won the ball back in the attacking half with an interception that simultaneously played the ball to Benzema above the box to set him up for a run-in and a shot that forced a save. Aurelian Chouamani rated as a 6. In the first half, he got his head onto the end of a cruise ball in from a corner but sent the ball well wide left of the goal in the second minute. In the 13th minute, he dribbled well to eluded defender above the box before passing the ball forward to Rodrigo during the build-up that led to the opening goal. In the 28th minute, his pass to Benzema from the midfield initiated the counter that led to Vinny scoring Madrid's second, and in the 34th minute, he had an interception in the defensive half. In the second half, he once again got onto the end of a cruise cross for a header in the 52nd minute, forcing a save. In the 58th minute, his shot from distance was well off the target, and in the 72nd minute, he had another header that couldn't find the back of the net. He was replaced by Eduardo Camavinga in the 75th minute. Tony Cruz, rated as a 7. In the first half, he was quietly effective once again with his accurate passing and general orchestration of Madrid's possession. In the 12th minute, he also won the ball back in the attacking half, and in the 21st minute, he made a tackle in the defensive half to halt an attack. In the second half, his good ball in from well above the box in the 47th minute set up Militao just above the 6-yard box for a header that went high. In the 52nd minute, his ball in from a corner connected with Chouameni for a header that forced a save. In the 65th minute, his good long ball fouled Alaba on the left wing during the buildup that led to a Vinny shot from inside of the box, and in the 76th minute, he won the ball near the midfield in the attacking half. In the back, Furland Mendy, rated as a 7. In a relatively quiet first half, he intercepted a pass in the attacking half in the 20th minute and won the ball in the defensive half in the 28th minute. In the second half, his cross from the left wing in the 48th minute set up Vinny for his header from the center of the box that missed. In the 53rd minute, he tracked back well on a Shakhtar break to make an important tackle with his trailing leg to disrupt Modric's run into the box and allow Lunin to collect the loose ball. In the 56th minute, he then made a very good run past several defenders from the defensive left side into the attacking half before playing the ball out to the left wing. In the 60th minute, he and Vinny combined for a good giving goal on the left wing that allowed Vinny to get into the left side of the box, and in the 92nd minute, he intercepted a pass in the final third to initiate a Madrid break. David Alaba rated as a 6. In the first half, his shot from distance in the 9th minute went well high of the goal. In the 17th minute, he intercepted a through ball in the right side of the box, and in the 35th minute, he made a run into the box and got his leg onto the end of a Carvajal ball over the top, playing it centrally to set up Benzema's shot that was saved. In the 39th minute, however, he was a bit lax in his awareness in the center of the box as he drifted away from Zubkov and allowed him the space to get onto the end of a cross for a volley that sent the ball into the back of the net. In the second half, his cross from the left wing in the 55th minute connected with Rodrigo for a header that missed, in the 65th minute, he got onto the end of a Cruz long ball on the left wing and got into the left side of the box with some good dribbling before playing the ball to Benzma. And in the 72nd minute, he played in another cross that set up Chuamani for a header that went well high. Eder Militao, rated as a 7. In the first half, he tracked back to intercept the long ball over the top and draw a foul in the 3rd minute. And then in the 7th minute, he committed his own foul to halt a Shakhtar break down the left side. In the 25th minute, he played a great long ball from the defensive half down the right wing for Valverde during a break that produced a Benzema shot. And in the 26th minute, he made a good sliding challenge to tackle Mudrick on an attempted run that was eventually flagged for offsides. In the second half, he got onto the end of a cruise ball for a header from just above the 6-yard box that went high in the 47th minute. In the 58th minute, he played a good long ball over the top for Vinny down the left wing. In the 62nd minute, he made a tackle in the defensive third to halt a break. In the 74th minute, he played another good long ball that connected with Benzema. And in the 84th minute, he won the ball on the right side near the midfield and initiated a break with his forward run. Danny Carvajal rated as a 6. In the first half, he won the ball back in the attacking half in the 13th and 24th minutes. And in the 28th minute, he intercepted a ball in the defensive half. In the 35th minute, he played a good ball over the top that connected with Alaba in the left side of the box. But in the 36th minute, Mudrik got onto the end of a ball over the top to get in behind him and into the left side of the box for a shot that forced a save. In the second half, Mudrik got in behind him again to get to a ball down the left wing in the 53rd minute, which he was able to take all the way into the box before Mendy intervened. But in the 59th minute, he won the ball back in the defensive half And in the 91st minute, he intercepted a pass on the right side in the attacking half. As for the substitutes, Eduardo Camavinga rated as a 5. He replaced Chuamani in the 75th minute. In the 79th minute, he committed a foul on Sudakov that halted his run and surrendered a free kick above the left side of Madrid's box. In the 84th minute, he made a tackle on the right side of the midfield but was tackled himself right thereafter. And in the 87th minute, he did well to maintain possession with his dribbling as he was surrounded by defenders in the attacking half. Marco Asensio, as the final substitute, did not get a rating. He replaced Rodrigo in the 80th minute. In the 82nd minute, he had a good touch in the midfield area to play the ball forward. In the 86th minute, he got the ball in the right side of the box and shot high and wide to the left. And in the 92nd minute, his shot from the right side of the box was deflected off of the right post. Finally in front of the goal, Andrei Lunin rated as a 6. In the first half, he intercepted a ball over the top in the left side of the box in the 11th minute, and in the 36th minute, he saved Mudrik's shot from the left side of the box, but there was nothing that he could do to stop Zubkov's 39th minute volley from the center of the box from going inside of the left post. In the second half, he most notably pounced on the loose ball in the box after Mudrik's dangerous 53rd minute run in, and in the 87th minute, He read a ball over the top well and came up to catch it in the box. Overall, it was a dominating performance by the Whites, but they left a lot on the table in terms of end product that made the game somewhat more tense than was necessary, as it really should have been a runaway that was well decided by the hour mark. But it was still a win and three points in the end, which has the Kings of Europe once again on the verge of qualifying for the Champions League knockout stages. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was day from Bale. up next for Real Madrid. Ancelotti's men will be on the road for league play this upcoming Saturday when they'll take on Getafe. The two sides split their two league contests last season with Hetafe winning 1-0 at home in January and Real getting revenge with a 2-0 victory at the Bernabeu in April. So far this season it's been an underwhelming start for Hetafe in the league as they currently sit 14th in the table with only 7 points from their 7 matches, having won 2, drawn 1, and lost 4. They've got the second-worst defensive record in the league with 15 goals conceded, while only tallying 8 of their own, so I firmly expect Real to take care of business come the weekend to ensure that they go into the Clasico no worse than level on points with Barcelona at the top of the table. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the match against Atapu on Saturday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid. Madrid. Goal, 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 goal. Viva la madre que te parió. gol del Madrid en el 45. ¡Gol! ¡Ratina de ¡Real Madrid 2! ¡Leverkusen uno!